The statistics are grim. One in five working moms say they've been passed over for an important assignment or for a promotion because they have children. And women who take even one year off to have kids come back to earn 40% less than their peers. Working moms outpace, outperform, and outwork their peers. So why don't companies make an effort to support working moms? And how can working moms advocate for themselves in the workplace and in their careers? Frankly, we're tired of asking for a seat at the table. It's time to make our own table, and we're going to talk about how. I'm Zabine Mirza, and this is Moms at Work. Friends and fans, welcome to another episode of Moms at Work. This is the official Jobs.Mom podcast. I'm your host, Sabine Mirza, and today we're talking with Lindsay Zoller, Senior UX Strategist at Booz Allen Hamilton. And Lindsay's going to be talking a little bit about her experience as a new mom working in this space, in this industry, at this firm, um, some of the things that she experienced, as well as um, we'll, we'll talk through a bit of a blueprint for what employers can do um, to really welcome, encourage, and include working mothers and working women of all walks of life. So Lindsay Zoller, Lindsay, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks, Sabine. It's great to be here. Yeah. So Lindsay, first of all, congratulations on your new baby. How old is the baby now? Thanks. He's nine months, um, getting bigger and bigger every day. It's kind of astonishing. Yeah, that's that's right. They get bigger, we get older, and uh, life. I'm not getting older. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I've, I refuse also. Somebody, uh, one of my son's friends, uh, called me auntie the other day, and I said nobody is calling me auntie in this house. All right, so everybody better cut that out right away. So, but but you know, jokes aside, Lindsay, you know having a child is a life-changing experience, not just that you've brought a child into the world and uh, everything that goes into that, but but you're a working mom. So tell us a little bit first about being a senior UX strategist. What is that? What are you doing? Um, so I like to explain it to people uh, that I am making things easier for people to do and use. Um, if a website takes you a really long time to figure out or a form or um, like buying tickets um, for an airline. If it takes you a long time and you're stressed about it and you can't find the information that you want, um, you're spending time doing those things rather than time doing the things you love and with the people that you love. And so my job is to make it easier um, and more intuitive for people so that they can spend more time doing the things that they actually enjoy. So yeah. um, I like to think that I make the world a better place and you get to spend more time with people and things you like. So. And you know what? I think I think that's absolutely right. And so many of those things that you're talking about, improving ease and efficiency and performance, these are kind of things that we are doing as as moms, right? As as working moms. Um, and Definitely. as as a new mom, share with our listeners a little bit, Lindsay. Kind of when you found out you were pregnant, what was you know what were the things that went through your mind as a working woman? How did you approach your pregnancy in the workplace? So I found out I was pregnant. It was right before the pandemic began. Um, so I was really excited about it. I had all of these visions of, you know, getting to take the Metro in DC in the summer pregnant. Um, that was like the worst one. The best ones were sharing kind of the joy and excitement with friends and family. Um, we were having a baby in September, which is beautiful in DC. And I was just like, I'm going to have this awesome maternity leave where I can go to like yoga in the park and the mom's coffee groups. And um, 
the pandemic happened and that really shifted. Um, and I feel like that um, my concerns for my pregnancy and for work also shifted. I was already lucky enough to be on a contract at work that um, really valued work-life balance. So I wanted to make sure that I could come back to that contract because I really love the work that I do. I really felt like the work-life balance was important and it would make me both successful um, in my career, but also successful as a mom. So I would be able to focus on my family and my son when I needed to, but I would also be able to to do my work and like do it well. And that's one of the things I really like about my job is that it's challenging. There's always new things to learn and new things to figure out and problems to solve. Um, and I think I viewed being a mom as that way too. And so I was really excited about the experience. Um, and I honestly, like, I, I realized I am super lucky in that I knew that my work would transition, but I didn't worry about whether or not I would be able to do my job well or successfully. Um, and I think part of that was I'm lucky to work at a company and on a contract that really values those things. So, yeah, and um, there's, there's tons of pregnant women that get pregnant and don't have that privilege, right? Where they become pregnant yeah. and they become immediately anxious and nervous about what does this mean for my job? How am I going to tell my employer? And um, how do I navigate this? So talk a little bit about, you know, um, some of the comfort uh, that, that, you know, the, the inclusive culture that you work at provided to you. And um, what advice would you give to pregnant women that maybe are uncertain about where they stand with their employers? So I have been working at Booz Allen now for two and a half years. Um, my husband worked at it for a few years before. So I knew that um, when we were talking about starting a family, that it was a place that I wanted to work um, because I knew that they really had a culture of um, making sure that you deliver quality work for your client and that you're there for them and you have meetings, but they're not going to make sure that you're, they're not going to babysit you. They will trust you and treat you like an adult. Um, and I really feel like the pandemic really drove that home, honestly, and I can talk about that later, but um I knew that they, they valued work-life balance, um, and I knew that they had won a lot of awards about that. I didn't really know much more, but I saw it firsthand. I had friends that worked there, um, and so I knew that I was going into an employer and a workplace that had that sort of mentality, um, and I think that it's important that if you are looking to transition jobs or you are thinking about that as you're starting a family, that you really find a workplace that that puts their money where their mouth is. Um, I'd worked at a lot of places that were really great and a lot of fun, but they, there, it wasn't that sort of culture. And at the point I am in my life, like I want to continue to deliver really quality, good work, but I also want to have time to spend with the ones that I love and doing the things that I love. Um, and so I feel like I got really lucky that I knew about, I knew that culture firsthand because I'd seen my husband do that. Um, and so I, I was I was fortunate. Um, and I think that the inclusive workplace, my manager at work is a dad. Um, my other manager is a mom. I work with a lot of other parents. Um, a lot of Booz Allen leadership is women, which I think honestly really helps. I think it's something like six out of nine of the like executive team is women and like five out of the 11 board members are women. And so 
the benefits are really good. Like my husband also got six weeks paternity leave. Um, I got time. I had a C-section. So I think I got like eight or 10 weeks. And then I had six weeks of parental leave. And we had a year to use that time. So we could use it early. And then we could divide it up later um, and kind of break it out, uh, which was really nice. And they also do phased back. Um, so you can go back part time or you can go back, you know, with certain hours when you first are coming back, which I honestly loved and I used because I was ready to go back to work, I think, sooner than I thought. And part of that was the pandemic. Um, I was ready to have adult conversations again. I was ready to get into a little bit more of a schedule. Um, and so I did phase back and I used some of my, my parental leave for that. Um, my husband was able to use it later as well um, if we had any childcare issues, which was nice. Um, I'm really looking forward to when we do go back to work, Booz has um, an emergency childcare too that hopefully I'll never have to use. But like that's a really, it's, it's very comforting to know that they understand that um, and that, you know, that, that can be a stressor on parents. So um I, yeah. There was also, I used an app when I was pregnant, which I really helped. Um, and it was this Maven app that they have for pregnant and new parents. And you can meet with lactation consultants. You can have e-telehealth visits with doctors and nurse practitioners to make sure that everything is healing right, which was nice because I had a C-section and I was really scared of ripping my C-section scar. And um, just having that support was really helpful and made it much easier, especially I feel like, didn't you have a baby this past year too? Um, I did. I did have a pandemic baby and my experience was very different than yours. And, you know, I had, so my pandemic baby is, was my third and uh, will be, uh, he will be one in July. Um, and uh, I had a very different experience and, and we can talk about that shortly because, you know, as I'm listening to you, it's very easy. And, you know, we have thousands of listeners all over the world that are going to listen to this and they're going to say, well, you know, that sounds really great, Lindsay, but Booz Allen Hamilton can afford to give you all of that support and all of those resources when the average company can. And to that, I would say that is fundamentally wrong because... You know, what Booz recognizes is that when you allow for flexibility and phase back and you give parental leave and you give support and you invest a little in making sure your talent that has left to bring forth into the world a new life is supported, when you invest in that, you retain them, they work harder, they are more motivated, you attract better talent. This is good for your business. And it doesn't cost anything for a company to say, Lindsay, you know what, why don't you start coming back part time for a few weeks? Or Lindsay, why don't you work from home for a few months? It doesn't cost anything. And actually the opposite in the pandemic, and we can talk about this now, companies that have hemmed and hawed about, oh, it's not possible, have been proven wrong. So I would say that Booz's programs are really, really great for that. Um, and even for people who aren't having a baby, they do really value keeping talent. Um, it's something that I've been continuously impressed with, the investment that they make in employees and building them and growing them because we have an annual training budget that we can utilize and training time um, and providing the parental leave. Um, I think it 
it definitely means that people stay with Booz Allen. It means that employees are much happier. Um, and it means that like the times that when I have to, to like work later or longer, I'm definitely going to do it. Like I am very loyal to this company because they make it very possible for my family um, to have like a wonderful life and have had a great experience as possible um, with, you know, even in a pandemic, having a child, um, which has a ton of challenges of its own. So um, I think that that's something that's always been a part of its culture. And I think this last year, it really, um, they really, really showed that it's not just about keeping people. It's, it's, it's also because they care about the people that they have. Um, So in addition to the math of it, it is, very much the character of the company. Yeah. And I think, you know, character, you know, you're absolutely right. Character, the culture, um, that translates into the math, right? So how you treat your people and how you build and foster cultures translates to how well your business does, right? That is just a fundamental truth that cannot be ignored. And especially in the pandemic, right? Um, we have seen so many companies struggle and collapse and implode. And on the other side, we have seen so many companies thrive and fly because they've put their people first, right? Um, and, and so let's talk a little bit about that, you know, because I think the model that has been established in the pandemic in terms of how women, especially with children, can work can really be sustained post-COVID and, and honestly should be sustained post-COVID. And I would say not just women, but also men. Like we have to expect more from the men that we work with as well. Um, and I think that part of that will help normalize it more as well. Um, I'm lucky also, I think my husband knows that I expect it of him, but he also, he works at Booz. Like he has the same, he has the same sort of flexibility that I do. Like he gets to be a very active father and like help with like pickups and drop-offs and doctor's appointments. And he, you know, like we both are super lucky to have that and to have that flexibility. Um, and also to not have been put in a position during the pandemic where, we felt unsafe in any way um, that we needed to, we needed to do things that weren't um, safe. Like we've been told like, you know, you work from home, his contract, some of the people were still going into the office and he said, I'm not comfortable going in. My wife is pregnant. And they said, that's totally fine. Like you don't have to like, and I have a lot of friends who weren't so lucky to work at places like that. And honestly, like, I, I don't, I don't know how to like, say thank you, um, because it was really helpful and it made what was a very stressful situation in time. Um, I can only imagine having a newborn in the height of the pandemic like you did and you had a baby in July. Like I would, at least by September, we thought that it was probably like that my husband was going to get to go to the delivery in July. Like people still didn't know. And yeah, I had to to deliver by myself. So it was my third and my third C-section, I had the brain tickle COVID swab, you know, the one where it goes and touches yeah. your brain. I had I had two of those. Um, and I had to go by myself. And uh, my husband was able to come and stay with me after. And that was it. But I was 
by myself. I had to do all the appointments by myself. I had an extremely tough pregnancy. And I was at an employer that wasn't really so supportive, right? I mean, there was no choice. We had to work from home. Um, But there was no culture of inclusivity and there was no culture of support and returnships. And, you know, I came back to work with an eight week old full time and was let go a month later because I was told I was too expensive. And it was, yeah. And, and that is really how jobs.mom was born because I said, this is enough, you know, and we launched and since our launch, we are now in 11 countries since launching, and we are fully remote. We allow everybody to work schedules that are, um, you know, balanced and important for them to maintain the balance in their lives that that helps them. Um, We have created a culture where, you know, we encourage women to, you know, work unusual hours, work with your kids. We give subsidies for childcare. You know, we're still, we're, we're a high growth, fast growing startup, but we are still a startup, but we have to practice what we preach. And, and today, you know, our community is 65,000 women globally in 11 countries. And that's been in four months, Lindsay, in four that's months. Awesome. And that to me is, on one side, fantastic, but on the other side, a really depressing commentary on the state of how women and mothers are treated in the workplace. And if everyone could have the same benefits that you have enjoyed, Lindsay, at Booze, I mean, we would not have the situation that we have right now where, you know, they, they're calling it a she session because it's been mothers pushed out of the workplace. And When mothers don't work, Lindsay, so our insights team, we have a research team, and I always joke that their job description is to depress me with statistics every day. (laughs) This is what they just send me statistics all day because that's their job, right? Research and data and where do we have to really push. When in the pandemic, just from the loss of mothers in the workplace, the American economy realized a financial loss of 67.5% billion dollars just from mothers not working and the largest factor for them not working was childcare Lindsay yeah so many schools um and child care centers closed I know here our plan had always been like oh there's gonna be like there's a new daycare that's opening a block from our house and it's bilingual and like that's definitely what we're gonna do and um, they'll take our FSA and that's all great. And they're, they still haven't opened their yeah. business still hasn't recovered. Um, the schools closed, um, even like childcare with nannies was a challenge because everyone was having to hire them for their pods to help with their kids with schooling as well. Um, and we were very fortunate and very lucky that, um, at first we went back part-time and we split the week um, and then we would block meetings out um, and babies sleep a lot, which was nice. And, you know, going back part-time helped with that. Um, I can't imagine the choice that a lot of women had to make, um, especially those with multiple kids. Um, I have, I have a lot of friends that also work at booze who 
were having to balance like their kids' school schedules and their kids, you know, being entertained during the day and, um, and like the amount of flexibility that our projects offered was really, really helpful and really great. Um, but still hats off to all of those parents because it was hard enough with a newborn that slept a lot. Um, I can't imagine doing it with multiple kids. Um, and I have a lot of coworkers who did and still delivered quality work and still got everything done. And I think that was a, a very strategic pivot on Booz's part um, because if they had lost, you know, 50% of their workforce um, because of childcare, like, yeah. like it would have not only would like the company not be doing as well, but like we work in the public sector a lot, like, right. You know, it would be a domino effect across. Yes. And so, yeah, um, it was, it was a really rough year. (laughs) (laughs) So, so let's, let's talk about, we are now slowly emerging from the pandemic, you know, um, here in New York, we have achieved greater than 70% vaccination rates. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, we're doing great. You know, kids 12 to 15 are, are, have been approved for vaccines. I have children younger than that, so they're not approved yet, but we are still being very cautious because, you know, even though my husband and I are vaccinated, number one, I don't necessarily trust people out in the world. Um, and number two, I have young children that I have to be conscious of because children can contract COVID and I am not willing after everything I've suffered to bring them into the world uh, to, to risk anything happening to them. But let's talk about post-COVID. So you are a senior user experience strategist. So strategy, user experience, from your perspective, what is the way forward in terms for how companies should include, improve, expand their cultures so that the stress test that they've been through in the last year, should we find ourselves facing another crisis somewhere down the line? What are some of the learnings that that you think other companies should take away, especially from your experience at Booz? So I... I mean, it's really hard to talk about hypotheticals and like future cast. If I knew the future, I would, you know, would be probably doing something else. But I think that what booze really reinforced this year is how important it is to invest and retain talent. Um, and that, in- that includes like especially working moms. Um, and it also includes just parents in general um, and employees. Um, it's kind of like a there was a, a lot of concern um, when COVID started and everyone had to had to like very quickly pivot and work from home. Um, and they were able to do that as a company very quickly. And I think that um, everyone I know at least was still delivering like the same sort of quality work. Um, I, there were a lot of, a lot of my job is very collaborative. Um, and so I am excited about getting to go back part-time at least um, with people um, and seeing them in person. Um, I am an introvert, but realize I do need some adult conversation and interaction with people. Um, But I think that this past year has really proven that 
we can remain flexible and we can really invest in employees and making them feel comfortable and safe and still deliver really quality work and still do really well. And I think that there are a lot of lessons that companies should take from companies like Booz that did did make that pivot successfully, um, that did continue to invest in employees and in families and in parents and um, in keeping their workforce safe and comfortable. So I think that there's a lot that can be done and a lot that can be learned from it. And I think that Booz is a pretty great example of a company that has done well this past year and also maintained its workforce. Absolutely. Now, you know, as we, you know, I think we've talked about so many important things. We talked about really, at the end of the day, what you're saying is invest in your people, take care of your people, um, and they will take care of you, right? Your business, you can have the best brand, you can have, you know, the best infrastructure, you can have the best products. If you don't have the right people driving that to market, bringing it to life, you don't have anything, right? And I think a lot of companies don't understand that fundamentally. Um, I, that is 100% true. Um, we are the people that we work with and we are the ones who deliver the work. So just Absolutely. like you all have provided so many amazing benefits to the Moms at Work um, crew, then, you know, it's the same ones that like Boost has and it's it's been really helpful. And you all are growing like gangbusters. That's awesome. Like, you know, well, well, it's it's a huge mandate. You know, it's it's a huge mandate, um, Lindsay, because you know you're a mom now, and you understand. Um, I, I think one of the most striking things that change or that you begin to realize when you're a working mother, especially, is that you either have it really good or you have it really bad. You recognize that, and then you recognize that there are people that have the opposite. Because you start to think, if you have it really good, how do the people that don't have this support, what do they do? And if you have it really bad, like I did, you think, this can't be right. Why is this the way that this is? This is abysmal, the way society and and cultures treat working mothers. And it's a real wake-up call, regardless of what end of the spectrum you fall on, I think. Oh yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I I tell my husband like all the time how lucky we are that we have the flexibility that we do, um, and that we're still able. We have the flexibility and we have the support. Honestly, like companies need to provide the flexibility and the support. And I think it's been proven that when you do do that, people deliver and yes. people will be very happy. So. Absolutely. Well, Lindsay, parting words of advice, what would you tell every new mom that's listening to this that's, you know, maybe a little apprehensive, maybe a little bit nervous, trying to find her bearings? What advice would you give her as it pertains to to being a new mom and navigating the workplace? Um, Trust your instincts. Um, It sounds so cliche, but you're the mom, you know, best for your baby. And they're watching even from a really young age. Um, I'm very lucky that I don't have to take home um, an undue amount of stress and that I'm, I'm able to be present. And that matters. And he's young, but like, he knows both of his parents are present. And that's awesome. So 
Absolutely. And, and you're setting an example for future leaders, right? This is the generation that is going to grow. Um, and, you know, we have this conversation a lot on this podcast. Why do you work, right? You work to show your kids that you can and you can succeed. It's not just that you work and then you had kids and, and now you can't work anymore. Um, you, it's, it's to prove to yourself, but it's to prove to your children as well that mom can work, mom can lead, mom can succeed. Um, and as you had mentioned earlier, you know, we need men to be allies in the workplace, right? We need them. We need, you know, 50% of, of the population needs to have our back because we're the other half, right? And it's only going to work when, when men at work are our allies. And, um, and I think that's a very, very important point. So Lindsay, um, before we wrap up, um, any last parting words um, to, to our listeners? No, uh, thank you so much. Um, and I, I love your all's website and podcast. So thank you so much. That was to be a part of it. It was our pleasure to have you. Lindsay Zoller, senior UX strategist at Booz Allen Hamilton, new mom, new pandemic mom with a nine month old um, here on Moms at Work with us today. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Thanks, Sabine. And for all of you that are listening, you can uh, follow Lindsay. We will be sharing Lindsay's social media handles in the episode description. Um, and you can learn more about Booz Allen Hamilton's uh, parental programs, perks, benefits, incentives. We'll be sharing links to those in the episode description as well. And um, until next time, as Lindsay said, trust your instincts. They're watching you, your kids, but probably your colleagues and your bosses too. So keep at it. Stay safe. Stay sane. I'm Zabine Mirza, and this was Moms at Work. Follow us on social media. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out more episodes at jobs.mom slash moms at work.